Driving in Texas is serious business, and oftentimes things happen to good people. All too often, people who are injured because of other people's negligence rule out contact in a law firm like Push and Win because they assume that they don't really have a case. That's not true. For your free consultation, why not call a law firm like Push and Win, who not only want to help you, but put your life back together. Auto accidents and 18-wheelers can cause serious injury, and you need to hold them accountable with a team like Push and Win. Visit pushandwin.com or call them at 713-636-5067 and tell them Eric from 104 sent you. All right, Special K, tell us about the bad kid charge. Uh, you know, my, this is probably why my dad didn't want to take me and my brother out uh, <laughs> under the age of four. But a small town restaurant in rural Georgia has found itself um, the headlines over its policy that hits parents with a $50 surcharge if their children act like children while oh dining. Oh, my God. Re- nice. <laughs> reports say that the restaurant's adult sur- surcharge went national after a Reddit debate got heated and went viral. So the restaurant adds $50 to the bill of the tables who whose kids don't behave. Good for them, because I never get upset with the children. I get upset with the parents that allow their children to run around and raise holy hell. Yeah, spank them right then and there. Well, I'm not saying spank them, but you know what? Be a parent, for God's sakes. You know, everybody's paying there to have a dining experience. And if your kids aren't well-behaved, then take them to a kid's restaurant. Or, but or, I think it works both they... ways, though. Then we get a certain percentage off if the waiter sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing worse than going to a place and you're yes, like, am I invisible? Did I wear my Harry Potter... Invisible cloak today because <laughs> nobody's coming to my table. Yeah, that is the worst. It is the worst. That sucks. Um, yes. And listen, there and parents know when their kid is just going through it, and no matter what you do, you cannot. Rules sometimes they stop don't. Them. No, I'm telling you, there. I'm speaking for they the just don't care. time that <laughs> they people don't care. know their kids are going through it. That's when you have to make the decision to just bail. You're like, listen, we have to go. Mm-hmm. This is not going to get any better. This kid's going to scream the whole time. The kid's going to keep doing what we told them not to do. We're going to have to just get out of here. Or yeah. take them. My, my thing was always to take them out of the dining room and, like, distract them, go to the front of the, of the restaurant or something, and get them distracted, calm down, and bring them back. And if they still were freaking out, I'd be like, Like a month right, ago, I went to this is a place we like to go. There's one in Rice Village, Casserot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah delicious. And we were having a nice family dinner, and this, these two ladies over there, just yapping away, and there are yeah. three kids running around, and then they're, they're screaming really loud. I'm like... And they're done eating. Oh, they're just man. talking. Just I'm like, go. and they're like, just scream twice. And then they go, Charlie, if you don't be quiet, we're going to have to leave. I'm like, please, like leave. Yeah, please leave. You've got to watch that movie, and then the kids, I'm like, get the hell out. You already had your food. You obviously don't care. Yeah. Well, you should else. watch it too. Old Dads on Netflix uh-huh. with Bill Burr. It's really funny about how these parents, they let these kids behave this way. We were at a very popular Mexican Tex-Mex restaurant, and the kid was kicking the back of the booth chair. We were on the other side of the booth. Nonstop. So then we just try to make conversation with them and say, hey, you know, just get back from your soccer game. And the mother, total Karen, uh, we're trying to have family time here. Please don't engage my child. Uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah, well, we're a family too, and we don't like being kicked the entire time. The worst time. is when a kid is like like two or three and they have their own seat on the airplane and their oh, feet are just long enough. They're constantly kicking. They're f- because that's all they do. Pushing your chair their, forward the whole time. Kids are long enough. Yeah. yeah. This texter says regarding the bad kid charge at this uh, Georgia restaurant, uh, what about a discount if I'm a really easy guest to take care of? See, I will admit saying. my kids are bad when we go out, but I'll usually take care of that in the tip. I'm not down for being charged 50 bucks for a kid charge. Especially for them to charge you. Well, exactly. I think that would weed out a lot of parents if they know that their well, kids are going to misbehave and they get charged. Know. Look, there used to be smoking sections. Bad kids. Yeah, section. the imaginary wall. <laughs> yeah. The imaginary and, wall. Or right. the smoke they somehow the didn't come over. over. There. Yeah. And listen, Different most room. kids know, I mean, most parents know, if you're going to go out to dinner with your kids, it's a really quick thing. There's no appetizers. 
you're just getting right to the, the star of the show is the main meal, and let's get the heck out of here, and you're not bringing your kids late to restaurants. I went to that fancy restaurant that you went to the other day, Eric, oh, yeah, that yeah. Italian restaurant. Our reservation was 8.30 p.m. By the time we actually got, like, the first drink after sitting and chatting, it was 9.15. There was a child in the booster the parents can bring with them. You know, you hook it onto the table. Oh, yeah, it hangs off. Screaming the Ugh. whole time. And I'm just like, you know, like this is really be shocking because, A, that's like rate. a real date night. Yeah, fun spot. place and B the moms could not give a crap and I'm like Ugh. even the person that was with us they're used to it so they, uh, was, yeah, they was tune a, it out you know like a a dad that his kids are grown and even he was he had to turn on like man that is really something I can't isn't it like 930 shouldn't that kid be asleep is that why he's screaming yes. that should yeah. be a law because he's tired and it's interesting. Saturday nights no kids after 830 yeah, yeah it's like interesting how you, now you're already there so you get eight there at 7 I'm saying you can't be let in at 8 no that yeah, your kids should be asleep that's well, why they're screaming if you're under like 12 I go to this uh, place called Cidercade it's like an arcade yeah. and after 8 o'clock no kids are allowed See? and that's if you're good. in there with the kids they'll be like they have to leave now. Oh, they actually take them out yeah they actually take them out have that rule when they first open. Kids were allowed only to a certain time, and then you're out. But you mentioned yeah. that uh, you know they tune it out. That's exactly what they do. I could always handle listening to my own kids screaming. You know, I just I got it's used to it. But when I hear somebody else's kids screaming, oh god, it doesn't say live right by a train or something, Kev, or something loud. Yes, several trains. And so she's probably used to it by now. I bet if you spend yeah. the night there, you'd be like, what the hell? She has a lot of trains that go by her house. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Does like, she not know that when she bought the house? Uh, How can you not? There's I, well, the realtors like. I think they, they, they bring them there in between the 11 to 15 yeah. and 1 to 1. They know when that yeah. cargo train's coming Every by. 15. She didn't <laughs> yeah. spend right. two hours there. Really in my backyard. She she was, she yeah, and she wasn't there at, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning when yeah. the trains are moving. there were moving. tracks close by? Well, they're they're nicely kind of disguised in the streets there um, in her neighborhood. It's a it's a, a former industrial kind of side of mm. town. But you know what? It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're that close. Like, I'm probably two and a half miles away from the train track on 290, and I hear that thing at four in the morning. It's loud. Motorcycle racers on 610. There's somebody going 120. You know, I, I got lost, which shocks me because I'm born and raised in Houston. I still will get lost if I think I'm going to go a detour, and I'm like, where the hell am I? Yep. And I was coming from Montrose, where my church is on Sunday, and I went down San Felipe, and there was a train. You know right there where that um, Liberty Kitchen is, and yeah. there's oh, an old yes. bar right there? Yep. Okay, that train was running. I go, dang it, the train. Oh, that's where Real and House I thought, is. Let me, yeah. Real House, that's right. Yeah. And I said, let me cut over to Richmond. Maybe by the time I get there, this you train will be it? done. You know, it'll be done. Because it's going the other way. Because uh -oh. it's going the oh, other okay. way. And I thought maybe I'll, I'll, the train will be gone. Okay, I don't know where I ended up. I thought I was somewhere between Highland Village and Richmond area. Uh -oh. But oh, I found a whole bunch of really fancy houses, and the train was right behind them. Oh, yeah. And I'm oh, thinking, didn't man. these people know when they bought these, like, crazy expensive that's, houses, this train's going to be here all the time? That's the border of River Oaks. No, yeah. but that's yeah, not, it, it really it is, is. But it's not the River Oaks houses. It's more like it's a, not the a patio homes or smaller homes. But yes, you are correct. Over there, it's what? inside the loop near the train track before you get to like before between Kirby and that train. Yeah, that's a very expensive part of town. Yeah, and I was yeah. those trains were right up on those houses, man. They're, they're just cheaper though. But still, how much, the other ones. Quote, yeah. cheaper. cheaper. It's, all, it's only five million, not thirty. Like we were going to buy a house years ago in uh, uh, of Westling over there uh, near Westview area. Yeah, that train. 
goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we were about to buy it, and my wife Googled it and found, saw the, uh, the killer, the train. Yes. Oh, God. I always think oh, about that. I'm like, that happened like 15 years ago, but that house was like three blocks away where that lady was attacked in her own home, a doctor and stuff. He was yeah, a but train people always do that. My, my mom well, told like, me, like... Uh, the odds of that happening again are, are again. nil. <laughs> like, my mom told me that, uh, oh, my God, you're going to that bowling alley there on 290, and I'm like, why? What's the problem? She goes, there was a triple killing there. So again, 35 I, years ago. Yeah. I, got, I got out the phone. 1981. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 42 years ago. But that's her reference. Right. But also, what Eric just said, I almost mentioned that before I told you all the story, because I always think of those houses on the trains ever since the Resendez serial killer. His name was Angel Resendez, oh. and he killed at least 15 people violently. So it wasn't like it was Several just one time. in and around Houston. They included a doctor, a kindergarten teacher, a grandma, a pastor, and his wife. He was a Texas railroad killer, and he killed a family that was right near the You gotta figure, though, what's the likelihood that another like serial killer is gonna strike the exact same area? But the, the idea, what if you're a fan of that person? Oh, a copycat. Copycats or something. Oh, else creepy. You can't live life there. Yeah, you got, here's like the that. thing. if you're For anybody buying a house for the first time or just another house, you have got to do your diligence. If you really are locked in on that house, go there in the morning during morning traffic. See what it's like around morning traffic. Yep. See what it's like during drive time traffic. See what it's like just, you know, what the neighbors? on a it, Saturday. Would it be weird to go up to the neighbors and talk to them? I've asked. I've done that before. Because they're going to be your neighbors forever. 100 I've done that. Oh, I've yeah. asked the neighbors in the neighborhood. I, when I was look, buying my first townhouse, there was a guy walking his dog. He was about four units so from the one are, I was shopping. Walk up. And I said, hi. Excuse me. No, no, he was walking his dog, okay. and he was walking up to his own front door. Okay. And I was like, hi, I'm looking to buy a place in here. What's it like living here? And so he gave me the scoop. And then when I bought my first house um, with my husband, we got married. We went to the block before the block we were shopping because there was a family out in their front yard. And we just asked them, hey, we're looking to buy in this neighborhood. And they're like, oh, my God, this neighborhood's so fun. There are a lot of kids, blah, blah, blah. Of course, that the block helps. we bought on, there were no kids. Oh, <laughs> well, that block's good. That, and then we block. had the kids, and we were the only kid, people with babies. And then by the time they all got full of kids, and we moved. <laughs> hey, there's some audio I want you to hear. Can you play that audio? This is a lady okay. who, well, I think, I don't know if she described it here or not. If not, we'll talk about it after we okay. play it. All right, here we go. Let's hear it. Oh, my God. I love it. I don't think it's such a big deal. Like, for someone, I've got so many tattoos like i don't think it's such a big deal so she got a tattoo but where do you think she got the tattoo that she loves it so much she loves this tattoo and what do you think it says or is maybe Mm. on the top of her boob Mm. good guess face tattoo that would be hot Mm. no way where on the face where on the the face? face forehead you read this story. No, I swear to God, I didn't. No. Yep. Uh, yeah, you did. What? I um, swear to God, I put my hand on a stack of Bibles. I did not know. Video footage that you just heard was Anna Stenskovsky. She has a boyfriend named Kevin. Kevin. And she put his name in bold, giant, what? black lettering right under her hairline all she across her forehead. the dude's name on her forehead. Tattooed. Got a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. How stupid. She said, I know it's a little bit crazy, but I like to express my feelings. And I think if you really love someone, you should be able to show it off. How do you get she rid of that advise, when you break guys, up? She there's going to be others should also get inked as well. Like but some that. people don't care. But to get tattoos, it's just a story of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but what if that person no, is no really regrets. terrible? She said, if Regrets. your girlfriend doesn't want your name tattooed on her face, you need to find yourself a new girlfriend. Look her, just Google her name. Just type up lady tattoo with Kevin on her forehead. And she said, if we break up, I'll just have to find myself a different Kevin. <laughs> oh, my it. gosh. That, is- that was a bit in Curb Your Enthusiasm because really? he, um, one of the characters had bought a ticket for oh. someone by the name of... Leon. Oh, yeah. He, he yeah. Had to find 
He had to find somebody with that name, right? Yeah, because they broke up, so he found it was Mary something. I forget. So, so he, he looked for all these different women named Mary, and they all there was like six women who were competing to be his girlfriend, so they could go on this trip. They had to oh be that God. name. <laughs> That's funny, Kevin. Yeah, tattoos. There was a story yesterday I was laughing about because it says if you have tattoos, you have a higher chance of being incarcerated, arrested, like arrested, convicted, incarcerated in that order. You have a higher, just because you have tattoos. And I'm saying like, it depends on where they are. Because I'm saying people will profile more. Like if somebody had a tattoo that you can't see, how do you know that? But if somebody gets like mistaken identity, like you might fit the bill for this crime because you have this same cheek tattoo. Yeah, especially if you get something that a lot of people have. Oh my God, I just saw this picture. This isn't a little tattoo. This is her entire forehead, says Kevin. It's huge. It's huge. And big block letters. She's really pretty. I like her tattoos. It's not like little on her hairline. It goes from her hairline all the way to about a centimeter above her eyebrow. Saran wrap, when you you get the tattoo, they put that on Oh, yeah. I'm hoping she's just screwing with us. Oh, my God. She loves it. hideous. Sam will talk about tattoos with uh, Sam Spotlight, I'm sure, until noon. Right, Sam? (laughs) No, I'm making you do my Sam Spotlight, Rula. Oh, I am? What are we doing? I know. This is, like, all new to you. Okay, yay. It's Nutcracker Market. Yes! We have to talk about that for my Sam Spotlight. 11.04. I am here for you, girl. Okay, thank you so much. girl. Tonight is the VIP party. Tomorrow, it's on. So what to expect, what you need to know, like that. We'll keep it really short and sweet. So everything you need to know. Perfect. So that's 11.04. So I have seasoned Tate McRae tickets at 10.57. So I okay. got a lot going on. You do. Sam's on till 12. Well, we've been on since 6. You can go to the podcast and hear anything you missed. We'll be right back here at 6 a.m. Thursday morning on The Rule and Ryan Show and 104.1 KRBE. Bye! Welcome to Talkville. The ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school. It yeah, just hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.